Okay, so today we're looking at the second comic in the spring issue of Batman from 1940. It's one we've been anticipating. It's finally Man Monsters. I think this must have been switched around to put it in Batman because Robin isn't in it. So I think it was originally published as Detective Comics and then got swept into the Batman spring issue compilation. The intro page of the comic shows Batman crouched in front of a building, and above the building there's looming this giant guy with a hat and big maroon coat and green undershirt. And we have a little intro. It's not that interesting. It's just a summary of what we will see, but in it, it calls the city that Batman resides in Metropolis. I'm pretty sure Batman operates out of Gotham. But maybe in the early days, he operated out of Metropolis. You might have heard me call it Gotham, but that's just because I thought he was in Gotham, because that's where he usually is. Anyway, location aside, we start the comic proper out with Professor Hugo Strange, incorrectly identified as Dr. Hugo Strange, in the previous issue he was in. He was in the issue with the fog. He set a fog loose on Gotham and then rubbed all the banks. Professor Hugo Strange is breaking out of prison in, like, one panel, and he does it easily. And he shoots a bunch of guys on the way. And then he goes to the Metropolis Insane Asylum, which is further evidence that Batman lives in Metropolis currently. And Bruce Wayne, sitting in a light blue chair, hears that Dr. Hugo Strange has escaped and gone to the Insane Asylum and kidnapped five men from the radio. Bruce Wayne thinks this is going to be a lot of trouble, but no trouble shows up until a month later when, out on the streets of Lower Manhattan, where does this guy live, we see a giant looming figure approaching. It's a man monster. He's like twice as tall as all the other people there, and he's wearing this maroonish-purplish coat with a hat and a green outfit underneath. And he starts rampaging, and he picks up a car, and... A tiny person jumps out of the car. This person is like the size of a car door, standing up. But I think that's just an art issue. The man monster continues to rampage, and when the police get there, they start shooting at the man monster. But no matter how many times they shoot him, he just gets back up. He's fine. And he picks up the police, and he beats them up too. And then he pulls a lamppost out of the ground and starts swinging it at him. And once he's knocked them all over, he goes back to this truck. And he gets into the truck. The police, the ones that haven't been, like, incapacitated, see that he's gotten in the truck and they follow him. And as they're following the truck, he chucks a bomb at them and it hits their car and explodes. And later that day, Bruce Wayne, sitting in a mustard-colored chair, hears from the radio that this all happened. He thinks, this is definitely Hugo Strange behind this, I better stop him. But before he can, the man-monster is set loose on the town again. And he starts ripping up the L, which I'm pretty sure is a Chicago thing. Batman, where do you live? Once he rips up the probably Chicago L, the man monster gets back into the truck and drives away. And of course the police follow him again, and similarly, last time, get bombed. But this time is different, see? This time, Batman sees it all. And he's in his bat plane, which has the creepy little bat face on the front. But no helicopter blades this time. Because he's in his bat plane, he can easily follow the truck without getting bombed. 
and he follows the truck to the shady little house on a cliff. And it's got some giant barn doors. So Batman lands his plane and he goes to investigate. But as he does, the giant barn doors swing open. And Batman says to himself, this is definitely a trap. But I'll go anyway. So he walks inside and lo and behold, it was a trap. I'm glad you saw that coming, Batman. You were really prepared. The man monsters grab him and hold him in the air. And they seem shorter this time. Maybe these ones didn't grow as well? And once he's caught and captured, who comes up to him but Professor Hugo Strange? He really was behind it all. He looks mostly the same to what he looked like in the other comic with the fog, but he shaved his head and, like, shrunk a couple inches. And he's all, Oh, the man monsters caught you, Batman. And Batman's like, Yep, I'm super caught. I'm probably not going to survive this encounter, so you should just tell me your plan. And Professor Hugo Strange thinks that's a great idea. He really wants to tell us all about his plan. So here's what's been happening with Professor Hugo Strange. See, after he escaped from prison, he broke into the Metropolis Insane Asylum and kidnapped those five guys. And he's been doing scientific experiments on them to make them grow bigger, but it also makes them stupid. Professor Strange doesn't actually want these man-monsters to do much. He kind of just wants them to rampage around as a distraction while he robs banks. He's very into robbing banks, Professor Hugo Strange. He says to Batman, isn't it a great plan? And Batman's like, yeah, great plan. Because Batman can't really say anything else. And then Professor Strange decides that he's going to make Batman a man-monster too. He's going to inject him with the chemical that he used to create these first five man-monsters, and then Batman will be a rampaging man-monster. So he takes out the chemical and he says, all right, I'm going to inject you with this. In 18 hours, you'll become a man-monster. And then he injects Batman with it. And then he punches Batman in the head really hard. And Batman is knocked out. It takes a full 17 hours and 45 minutes for Batman to wake up. So when he wakes up, he's only got 15 minutes until he becomes a man-monster. He looks out of his cell door and he sees Professor Strange, like, organizing his troops. And then Professor Strange gets everyone in cars and leaves, but he leaves man-monsters behind. Professor Strange's current plan is to take some more man-monsters and have them rampage around the city while he robs more banks. After Professor Strange has left, Batman feels safe enough to escape. Even though they took his belt full of gases, they didn't check his boot heels, which is where he keeps his explosive stuff. When he mixes the two things from his boot heels together, they explode, and he explodes the wall. Turns out that Professor Strange has also stayed behind, but Batman just punches him out of a window real quick. There's barely a panel about it, and he falls off the cliff and into the sea. So he's probably not going to come back, even though Batman thinks that he might. Anyway, now that Professor Strange is gone, Batman is set upon by the man-monsters that stayed behind. There's three of them, and he doesn't have any weapons. But while he's standing around, he sees this giant pole, so he smacks one in the face really hard. And I guess that one is taken out now. And then he hooks his pole on a part of the building, and swings around and kicks another one in the face. And then he sticks the pole between its legs, so it trips, and it trips back onto the one behind it, and then they get really angry at each other for falling on each other. And they start to fight. And they fight so hard they just kill each other. 
But now, after he's taken care of Doctor Strange and the Ma Man Monsters, Batman's only got five minutes to unpoison himself. So he hurries to Professor Strange's chemical desk, and he quickly puts together a compound, which he injects into his arm right away. And he has the antidote. He's beaten Doctor Strange, and it's a whole minute before the 18 hours are up. So now that Batman's not going to turn into a man monster, he leaves the house, he gets in his bat plane, and he goes to intercept the other people. The first couple are driving in a van on the road. When he gets up to him, he takes his bat plane gun and shoots the van. And he says, I don't like killing, but sometimes it's necessary. That's a change in philosophy there. The bullet-ridden truck smacks a tree, and the only one who survived was the man monster which Batman lassoes with a steel rope and hangs from his Batmobile until it suffocates. Wow. Anyway, now that it's dead, he cuts the rope and he flies off to intercept the other people on route. And they've already gotten to the city and released the man-monster. But when the man-monster sees the Batplane, it immediately hates it and wants to fight it. Batman kind of circles around till they reach the top of the tallest building. And then the man-monster's on the top, kind of like Godzilla. And once the man-monster's on the top, you might think that Batman makes him fall, but no, he chucks a bunch of choking gas at him. And then he chokes to death. And then he falls. So, Batman is victorious. The man-monsters are all dead, and he's able to go home happy. Except for that one that he smacked in the face. I don't know what happened to that one. It's probably not dead. And here's another thing that makes me think this was originally supposed to be published in Detective Comics. We have, at the end, one more panel saying, The Batman, appearing every month in Detective Comics. He's going to do that, though. Even if this is in the Batman issue. The end.